for another one, for another banger, of course. You know, oh, we only going to produce bangers. Always. But, yo, it's it's uh, it's combine time. Oh, NFL yeah. combine time, time CJ. Time of the year. And so we, so we, we like – we like a day out. I think workouts start tomorrow. I think was it the, the mm. D linemen they come in first. Okay, yeah. But but see, you you went to the combine, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was there. So, like what 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 was it like the days before the combine? Because I you know, I, you know I ain't I'm I'm a, I'm a true underdog. I ain't I ain't go to the combine. So <laughs> nah, you gotta yeah, tell, you gotta tell me and the yeah. viewers, yo, what was it like the days before going to the combine and then the day of going to it? Yeah. So um, you know, obviously, you know, leading up to the, you know, obviously once the season ends. It's, you know, you straight into combine prep. Um, right. It's a different type of training. It's not like not like you're getting ready for a football game. You're getting ready to run a 40-yard dash and run, you know, a couple shuttles, be a bench mm-hmm. press, and you're out of there. But it's, mm-hmm. that's, it sounds simple, right? But right. it's everything but it's <laughs> right. the most stressful <laughs> four true. days of your whole of your whole career. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the every just just leading up to it, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, a couple of weeks before you're kind of winding down your training. Um, but, you know, you're doing you're you're meeting with, you know, former GMs, you know, former players, um, all types of people just learning questions. You're going like go over uh, going over pre-interviews before you go to the combine and interview. And then um, you're just doing all types of stuff. You're getting, you know, rehab all all nonstop. And then once you finally get there, you mm-hmm. know, you get they, they fly you in. And basically, you probably get there kind of like late at probably like in the afternoon, probably like in the evening, six o'clock, six p.m., something like, something like that. And you get there, you know, you basically go to sleep that night. And the next three days, you know, you're just straight, just straight grinding. It's like next day you got drug tests, you know, How early medical. The <laughs> Depends. Like, well, the, the day you get drug tested, you got to be up at like four a.m. 4 a.m. Uh-huh. And that's like day one. That's like day one. Day you got. one. They wake like uh-huh. you get there at six p.m. that night. The next, yeah. that next morning, four four a.m., they got yeah. you up. They got you up downstairs in the line, ready for the drug test. And then <laughs> you said in the line too. They, yeah, it's a you line. Know they, always, they always talk about like you know, it's just it's basically just just guys in underwear and it's, they just begin, being you know inspected from head to toe. So when you say that you lining up for the for the drug test, I could just that's like just the, my head that's just that the first day. And like we didn't even get yeah, to that right. the part where we lined up and just you know in our underwear yet, but. Yeah. That first day, man, you, you you know, you get there, you do drug tests, and that same day you got medical. The medical mm-hmm. for most guys is like the worst day of their life because mm-hmm. they have to you have to go through every so you you go through I think it's four four or five rooms, medical rooms, and each room has a doc like six doctors from each team. Mm-hmm. And so each team has like a setup of like probably six or seven doctors. And they go through every injury that you ever had, um, one by one. I mean, you 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 might have jammed your finger. They're gonna go through it. They're gonna pull on yeah, your fingers. They're gonna tell you when that happened. They gonna and I'm, they're gonna poke and pry on everything. Um, yeah. If you had a surgery, they're gonna push and see. They're gonna push and pull on it. See how if it mm-hmm. see if it's hurting. See if there's anything wrong with it. Um, any any type of injury that you had, they gonna they gonna find it. And then they gonna like you know they gonna like they give you a number as far as like how many injuries you had and then that's that goes and you basically and you could be in there depending on you know if you get you had like surgeries and stuff they'll send you mm-hmm. out for mris mm-hmm. so you can th- that day can go from being up at 4 a.m you might not go to sleep until 2 a.m because you, you at the hospital getting mris it's so backed what? up because it's like it's, it's so backed up because it's like 300 people getting mris right, at so the same time you know so, right. so um 
you just waiting in line to get an MRI. You can be there. Some some guys won't get back till two a.m. Then they gotta be be up the next morning for for your um. You basically the next day. That's when you got like bench press. Uh, they right. weigh you in. They do this all your the measurements. Most important workout in your life, you know. Exactly. You feel me? Like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's crazy, man. Then so you mm-hmm. that second day you basically doing you know the measurements and that's where they line you up like in just in just your underwear. They just line you mm-hmm. up in your underwear and you walk on stage in front of 34, 32 coaches or thirty two yeah. like strength coaches, but that's right, then, right, it's, right. Just, it's, it's like it's like a, yeah. it's like a hundred coaches in there. Exactly. And they just looking at you like, oh, he he been working out. Right, right. I mean, when I got drafted to Seattle, my coach, my running back coach, he was like, "Yeah, we saw your body when you was um walked on stage at the combine." He was like, "Has he really been working out?" Like, oh no, <laughs> they, they so they tried you. They yeah, they, they, they gonna try yeah. it. And, and like I, I had to tell him, I was like, "Yeah, like I couldn't lift because my my shoulder was messed up, so I couldn't lift." Mm, and my okay. I had a I had a messed up high ankle sprain, so I was yeah. recovering from high ankle sprain, so I couldn't I really right. couldn't run or lift, and right. so. That's why I like. Yeah, I like so, so you were really one of those guys. Maybe before the combine, like ah man, like I, I don't know this. This stuff might actually hurt me going into it. Bro, all I did was run the forty at the combine because that's all I could really yeah. do. That's really all yeah, I could man. really do. Um, wow. But yeah, all that you know, you you got all that stuff, and then leading up to all that, the last day at the combine, that's mm-hmm. when you work out. That's when you got your forty shuttles, yeah. all that, and you got to go through all this stuff. Right. Right. Bell, all these bells and whistles before you can even work out, mind you. And I, I didn't even throw in every time mm-hmm. you got a little free time, you got interviews. Mm-hmm. You got an oh, interview. Wow. You you might right. have to you might have to talk to, you know, might have to go talk to a coach. My coach might hit you up. Um, you you'll have you'll have an interview with like, depending on like you know how you know like the teams that want you, like you might have an interview with like twenty teams, or you might mm-hmm. have an interview with every team. I had I think I had an interview with twenty six teams. Um, wow. And you got to go in, you literally go into a hotel room where it's the head coach, you know, the offensive coordinator, you know, assistant coaches and all that. And they, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to quiz you. They're going to test you. They're going to be like, Hey, uh, like what, what, what do you do on this play? If you, I'm, I'm, I'm a running back. So they'll be like, all right. So we got, they'll, they'll drop, they'll, they'll tell you to drop a pass protection and mm-hmm. tell you like who you got to block on it basically. And so, um, so that's that's kind of the process you got to deal with. And then you go into that last day, you work out, and you leave. Yeah. Gone back home. <laughs> just gone. <laughs> right like you're just leaving there, just completely drained. Just not just only physically drained, but just mentally drained. Right. By the time you get to that workout, you're so mentally drained. You're just like, yeah. I just want to get this workout over with. Like, right. I'm just trying to work yeah. out and leave because you you're so tired. Like you and that, yeah. like especially that medical day. That medical day drains everybody because it's like you just don't know like some guy like i had to go get x-rays and stuff so i wasn't i got back to the hotel like 10 so i had some i had i actually got some sleep my roommate mm-hmm. had like three mris he had like two knee surgeries so he had, he wasn't he was at the hospital until 2 a.m and we had to wow. be up at five the next morning wow. i was wow. like man i oh was feeling just feel for i was feeling you just, got, you just gotta feel for him and that, and that <laughs> sense, you're just like damn hey man. bro ain't nothing i can do for you like I'll I, I send you a prayer. Though. I'll, send, I'll send a prayer out for you, my boy. But you feel me? Gosh, bro? yeah. Well, I, I can imagine that was a, a hell of an experience. Well, hey, Notre Dame, we about to be well represented in this year. Absolutely, on. man. So it's got, always we got, a, we got a number of guys about to to go through those same those same stories that you really just told us. Now, now, what what which one of the guys you looking forward to the most at the combine, and then which one which one are you looking more, uh, most forward to in the NFL? 
Bet Online remains your top spot for all of your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for 50% off your first deposit. That is a 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, I think, you know, for me, I um, mean, just I got to go, uh, you know, Audric, um, just, you know, running back in that running back life. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to how he performs at the mm-hmm. combine because it's going to, that's going to be a, a big, um, a big reflection on his draft, you know, kind of where he goes in the draft um, right, right. for him, you know, because like a guy like Joe Alt, um, you know, you know, we kind of know where he's going to fall. You know, he can, mm-hmm. he, he don't really, all he got, he can just kind of show up to the combine. <laughs> just be, show up. Uh, be, uh, you, feel me? you feel me? So he don't have to do right. much, but, uh, you right. know, you know, a guy like Audrick, you know, he's still, um, he's, I don't know what they got him ranked as far as running back wise, but um, mm-hmm. I know he's in the top five at least. So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, yeah, well, how he, as far as, as, far as some of these other names too, so that people know, Joe Alt, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, one that's at the combine, Audrick estimate, Cam Hart, Cam Hart, Blake oh, yeah. Fisher, Javante, uh, Jean Baptiste, JD Bertrand, and Marist, uh, Louisville, yeah, right? Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. I pronounced his name correctly, but uh, but yeah, those, those are the guys that we got representing this year. I'll tell you what, one guy I'm looking forward to seeing, two guys that I'm looking forward to seeing. I mean, just like you said, Audrey Estime, I'm interested to see how he tests, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, exactly. I got a couple of uh, uh, pro comps that we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but um, I'm also interested in seeing Cam Hart. Mm-hmm. And Maris Lewifow, yeah. those two guys. I'm interested to see how Cam Hart tests, and I'm interested to see how Audric Estimate tests. Yeah. But a guy like Maris, I'm just happy that he gets to go here and experience this. But exactly, we know yeah. a guy like him, it's how he shows up on film, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was a guy, yo. I love watching that dude play number eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I did a thing. We don't got the names on the back of our jerseys. I mean, we did, I guess, you know, for our right. bowl game. The bowl game, that's uh, it. Number eight. Uh, number eight. Number eight was Tough. a problem. He was you know what I'm saying? Number, number eight was a problem on, on, on the field. And 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 then, like like we said, a guy like Cam Hart, dude, dude started almost like his whole career at Notre mm-hmm. Dame. I, I know a guy like Devin, uh, Devin Butler, he's mentioned his name a few times yeah. like, like during the season. But this dude, what I think he has like 32 starts under his belt. Mm-hmm. He's lining up against the best receiver on every team that he plays week in, week out. And how often were we seeing receivers have big games against Notre Dame? Very rarely. rarely happen. Very yeah, rarely. rarely happens. So he's a guy that I think is going to translate very well to the next level. And uh, and, and yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where he's going to go. And then like yeah, a guy like Joe All. I mean, we like we already said it, yo. He he top ten. It's just a matter of all right, what colors is he going to be? Right, he, the team he's going to be. Quarterback. On. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, what, what quarterback is he is he going to be? You know, protecting. And definitely, you know, with Cam Hart, you know, I mean, um, like you said, you know, a lot of starts, a lot of experience, um, great size, um, you know, for for the league wise, you know, a DB, he's a perfect, mm-hmm. you know, he has a perfect uh kind of skill set, um, perfect body type, um, you know, even playing, you know, playing corner, you know, uh, mm-hmm. playing that nickel, that nickel, that nickel, uh, nickel corner. Um, even mm-hmm. playing some safety, you know, he's a big guy, so they, yeah. you know, he might be, be be able to move him around a lot, and so mm-hmm. that, just that versatility that he can, if he can show that versatility, I think he'll have a, he can find him a nice little place in the league, and you know, mm-hmm. play play for a long time. So you know, I'm definitely sure. definitely a guy I'm excited to look looking forward to for sure, Cam. 
Um, and yeah. I think another guy, um, you know, we ain't see a lot of them because he's, you know, he came for only one year, but, uh, Gene, uh, you know, Javante Jean Baptiste, like, um, yeah. his motor, man, yeah. his motor is really going to translate to the, uh, to or a big level. guy too, yeah. right? Like that's what you like to see out of those mm-hmm. guys that go like, what, what is he like? Six, 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 six seven, six, yeah, six, right? Three, yeah. pounds. Like you, you like to see that out of those guys. I mean, look a lot like a, like a Chris Jones to me, you know, mm-hmm. like if, yeah, if he just, can really continue to get, get better and continue mm-hmm. to build. I mean, you don't normally see guys with that height, that size, and like you mentioned, with that motor. You exactly. Know, he, yeah. He can definitely, he can definitely be that deal. At Absolutely. The next level too. But but I want to ask you, I want to go back to to Audrey Estime, right? Mm-hmm. Like you think, because I mean, we saw what he did at, at Notre Dame. He was a guy that you you could keep in obviously for three downs in the offense that Notre Dame had. Yeah. But do you think at the next level, like you've been in those running back rooms mm-hmm. in the NFL? You know what it takes to, to be on the field. You know what it takes to be a three down back, and you know what it takes to be a third, just a third down guy. Like, right. do you think he could be an every down back in the NFL? Um, I mean, absolutely. I think he absolutely yeah. can. Um, the, the question is, you know, does he want to be? You know, do do you want to be in this, right. this day and age? Um, you know, you know, at this point, That's playing running back. You know, you know, like you kind of you don't want. Uh, you know, a lot of the systems now, as far as NFL teams, they don't they don't really do a lot of just single one one back anymore right. it's like they kind of they want to have one guy who's the kind of short yardage pounder then they want to have a guy who can kind of change the pace and have a, like right. a third down guy as well so um you know you've been seeing a lot of different um you know kind of systems as far as like the running back wise i mean i, I have no doubt in my mind that he can be an excellent every down back um mm-hmm. i just as far as longevity in the league um that's really not the that's really not the uh the wave right now you know it's like, like be careful be careful what you wish for huh? it really is because it's like you know <laughs> yeah. um because, you know, even like you're looking at you look at somebody like Saquon, who's crazy talented, crazy explosive, you know, one probably on, a, on his on his good days. He's one of the best backs in the league. But mm-hmm. just because he's asked to do so much, like he almost takes away from everything else he can do. You know, it's like, he, right. you know, you, you want to just him want to have him do what he's good at um, and keep him there until unless you pay them that real big bucks, you know, and then, yeah. but at that point it's like, you got to keep them healthy too. So it's a, right. it's a kind of a double edged sword as far as like, do you really, you want to be out, like you want to be out there playing, you want to be out there making plays, but then it's like, man, you'd be taking them, you taking that pound and taking them hits and yeah. you know, the longevity as far as, you know, running back is in, in these, these days is not, it's not great. Yeah. But I feel like it's like a thin line to walk. Right. Like, I mean, again, you're you as a running back, you played in the NFL. It's like for me. It's like you think about longevity. Right. And you're like, all right, do I want to be that 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 guy, you know, who's in there every down? They're throwing me the ball. They're using me a lot. Or do I want to be the guy that 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 is kind of just interchangeable? It's like. Does that work, though, for a guy maybe like who's getting drafted in those fourth, fifth, sixth rounds? Not to say Audrey Estime is going to drop that mm-hmm. far, but like, don't you want to be able to kind of offer everything? Because wouldn't that help you as far as like staying in the league? Like that that's kind of like a perspective I want to I kind of want to hear or, or know, like, is it is it better to be coming out of college as a back that can just do anything? Or is, is it better to be a back that can just be just great at one thing as far as like, all right, I want a career that, that does mm-hmm. last like, you know, eight years or so? Uh, no, I would say, I mean, just being able to do everything is, you yeah. know, I think that's, I mean, that's going to make you last longer because, mm-hmm. I mean, end of the day, you know, every every team is going to be, they, they're always looking for their next, you know, their next superstar. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, whenever, you know, if you're a guy that's good at one thing, if you're a guy who's just a, a speed back, 
And you really can't, you know, you really can't get those short yardage. They're going, yeah. they're going to try to find a guy who can do both. And then if they can't, they're going, you know, they'll just, they'll, they're always going to try to find somebody to replace you. So, yeah. um, and as far as like, like you said, doing everything, just playing, being able to play football, like being able to block, catch, yeah. run, right. doing all that stuff, it translates to special teams because at the end of the day, like, you know, not, not everybody's not going to be the man their whole career. Like at some right. point, like you might be the man for a couple of years, but after that, like, what are you going to do when you're not the man and you're not getting the ball 15, 20 times a game and you're getting it five times? Like then they, they say, oh, you got to go out here on punt. You got to go on a punt return, kickoff, kickoff return. So you got to be able to do all those things. And sometimes it's running backs like they'll like running backs can get very like single minded as far as like oh, I'm a running back. Like, yeah. you know, we think we won't we can't do anything else. And that's a lot of positions, too. So mm-hmm. you you kind of especially once you're like the starter and the man, like you think like, oh, I'm. I don't need to play special teams because I'm gonna be running the ball so much. Um, yeah. Then you get out there and start doing special teams. You're like, yo, these dudes out here are real. Like, right. <laughs> they, they out here, they out yeah. here, and like trying to you know put food on the table. And so mm-hmm. you kind of fall, you kind of see yourself fall behind a little bit. And I, I mean, I felt that myself. Like I was, you know, I didn't, you know, I played special teams, but you know, in the league, you're like that is real. Like you need to be able, yeah. you need to be practicing every you, day. You got to be prideful on, in every mm-hmm. snap. That exactly. You take on special teams. Absolutely. Like you said. It's, yeah, special teams is is paying people. It's putting uh, yeah. food on the table for a lot mm-hmm. of guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yo, so I was thinking long long and hard about like a good a good pro comp for Audric estimate and the running back. You you tell me if this is good if this is accurate. The running back I came up with was like a Jonathan Taylor. I think a Jonathan Taylor is kind of like a back that 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 I see in Audric estimate, and it's kind of reassuring because, like I said, like. Audric Estime, I don't like. I, I think he probably should will, would need to improve on like maybe his pass catching ability, but mm-hmm. he he's he's capable of it. You can mm-hmm. see you saw it all throughout the year. I mean, he had like you know around twenty catches this yeah. season. wasn't a stat that stood out, but he showed that when you throw me the ball, I'll catch it. And that's right. something like Jonathan Taylor, right? Like he can mm-hmm. catch the ball good enough to stay on the field on third mm-hmm. down. Yeah, and I think if Audric Estime can just prove that, hey, look, I can catch the ball good enough for you to keep me on third down, then I tell you what, like. Running backs in the league right now, they better be keeping track of Audrey Estimate because I wouldn't want to be on the team that he gets drafted by. Like, because you coming up off some carries with oh, Audrey Estimate on the team. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like, and he, you know, he's, um, he like, he's going to prove himself in camp on any team that he gets drafted by. I, I could tell you that for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, and a guy like Audrey, you know, he's, um, he's kind of a, he's one of those guys that like a team wants because he can set an identity for a team. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he he's a guy who's like, you know, he's going to run the ball hard and he's going to give you five. He's going to give you three to four or five every time he touched the rock. And so yeah. when you got that, you know, you got that identity as a team, then you know, like, you know, you know, you got, you can hand it off to somebody and they can do that for you. Then it, it, it puts a lot of, you know, it puts a lot of pride in everybody else. So um, he's, he's a guy, you know, you can definitely, I can definitely see, um going into somewhere and then like maybe a year year in they're like yo this guy is our the identity of our team because he he just he just totes that rock like he gets the ball Mm -hmm. he runs it hard and he never he's not gonna go down from the first tackler and and, um defenses you know the defense takes pride in that um the offense the offensive line takes pride in that and everybody else kind of rallies around them so um that that really brings a lot to the team so you know wherever he falls you know I'm, i'm excited um, I hope he gets to a situation where, you know, they're using him the right way, um, use him to what he's best at and then let him work towards 
getting better at everything else along the way. Yeah. No, that's yo, everything you said was just facts, like for real. Mm-hmm. And and looking at the draft prospects, like I actually was looking at some of like the draft boards before we came on. And it was um like he some some draft boards got him at five actually right mm-hmm. now. They got him at five. They got like guys like Jonathan Brooks ahead of him. Yeah. Guys like uh, uh, uh Bucky Irving from Oregon. You got guys like um 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 the running back from Michigan. Oh uh, Blake Quorum. Blake Quorum, who yeah. actually I think is actually really good. And actually yeah, his really pro comp for me, believe it or not, is our guy Kyron Williams. The one, the yeah, one that for sure. Him. For sure. I think they are very similar. 100%. So so I think, I think in my opinion, the, the two most pro ready running backs in this year's draft, I mean, Jonathan Brooks is good. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm a, if I'm a team who's drafting, I'm either getting Blake Quorum or Audrey Estime. Yeah, Those are the sure. two most pro ready running backs in my opinion. Absolutely. In this year's draft. So I'm, I'm going to be really excited to see where Audrey Estime land. But I wanted to ask you though, CJ, who do you think is going to be like the underdog of this NFL draft class, right? Like who's a guy that they're like, ah, you know, we paying so much attention to the Joe Alts and the Cam mm-hmm. Arts and the Audrey Estimates, but who's the guy that you think is like, all right, you know, we wasn't, we wasn't expecting him to be in the league, you know, eight, nine, 10 years, but here he is. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, I think a kind of was guided on this list is going to be the combine is Blake Fisher to me, you know, he's a big guy, uh, you know, he's, He's kind of he's figured it out, but he hasn't really figured it out like how really good he can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just kind of he, he's he's one of those guys you can just see sitting at right tackle for like 12, 13 years, <laughs> and just yeah. getting paid like 10, 15 a year. And you just don't even know about him. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, 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 don't they call him like core guys or something like that? Yeah. 12 years later, but he was a job of fishing, efficient. He retired. You like, wait, even he's still playing like. Yeah. Like, like so i can see yeah. blake fisher being that type of guy because he, he has a size uh he has the ability um i think once he like he's i mean he's already kind of put it together as far as you know being notre dame been in a been in a great system and been starting and doing great since he's been but i think once he gets to the league and really gets you know be able to put it together himself i think he's he'd be a guy who's been in the league for a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know who my guy is though my guy JD Bertrand. JD, oh yeah, for sure. He's definitely JD one of those Bertrand. guys too. Yeah, you know, I got, I got to throw his number out there for, for like the Notre Dame. That's number twenty-seven. Okay, that, that's the Mike. That's the Mike backer number twenty-seven. Yeah. That boy got heart. Mm-hmm. That boy got heart. Like I, like I really think he's gonna be a dude that, like, like we've been saying, is just gonna be in the league. I mean, it depends on how if he wants it, right? Yeah, like for sure. He kind of said it before, like, like when we, were, I think we were talking about Audrey Estime. Like, it all depends on them. But like from watching him on film and watching him on on Saturdays, like. That dude got heart, and and my pro comp. I did a whole bunch of pro comp for this, <laughs> as, you, as you can see. My <laughs> pro comp for for this dude, Andrew Van Ginkle. You know who Andrew mm. Van Ginkle is? Yeah, I do know Andrew Van Ginkle. My yeah. backer for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, and, and oh. it might be a little bias in there, but that dude got heart, and like he shows up on film, and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people got to get, you know get more familiar with him watching uh if they if they did tune into it was the Miami Dolphins um. Uh, 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 the HBO show that they had, the Hard Knocks, the in-season Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. But that dude, that dude fly around. He's in mm-hmm. the backfield. Like, he, he's just all over the field making plays. And that's J.D. Bertrand, right? Like, I mean, we saw that right. week to week. Just just a, another kind of, like, glue guy on the defensive side. Like how you said, like, a guy like Audric Estimate right. really just going to set the tone by just making, like, a you know, a run where he just runs somebody. It might be an eight-yard run, but he runs somebody over. He mm-hmm. get up hype. That's going to set the tone for the whole team. J.D. Bertrand, he a dude fly through the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like bust a fullback up or bust like a, a, a fax and tight end mm-hmm. or something like that. 
get everybody hype, get a tackle for loss, get everybody hype. And then, like you said, too, he's a guy that could probably contribute on special teams. Absolutely. So that add value to him as a player. J.D. Bertrand, like, he's a dude. He's a dude I, I'd be really excited to see and re really excited to follow. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, especially, you know, bringing up J.D. and, like, and even, yeah. like, and like Maris, too. Um, you know, too. those line, you know, those linebackers always, you know, special teams contributors big time. Right. Um, and, you know, just just I think just talking about it, like just people don't understand, like guys will play can play 10 years, and never mm -hmm. touch the field on defense, never touch yeah. the field on offense, be a special yeah. teams guy making two mil a year for 10 years. Yeah. And and people don't understand. And they'll, and th that guy might get to his 10th year and play his first down on defense. And, and, right, be, right. and have an amazing year. So yeah. um, those are, you know, I think JD and Mar Maris, those are two guys who like, you know, have that, that opportunity where it's like, yeah, you might not be a top draft pick. You might have to get it out the mud and you might go undrafted. But if you get if you get your shot, you get out there, you make plays, you do the, you do your job the right way and you get you kind of find a place where you can fit in and you can, mm -hmm. you can play for a long time. And you can find out like, man, like, you know, even though I might not be the starting linebacker or the starting, you know, whatever, like I, if I'm the starting, you know, left guard on punt and those, you know, starting mm -hmm. right tackle on kick return, then I'm all, I got a job. So that's all, yeah. that's really yeah. all it comes down to, you know? Yeah, man. Hey, and they got the luck of the Irish on their side too. That's it, you man. Know definitely got the luck of the yeah, Irish. That's, <laughs> that's that. For sure. Hey, man, hey, I think that's a wrap, CJ, man. That yeah. was a good episode, bro. Yeah, but we'll, and, uh, we, good we luck got, these dudes yeah, out there. We, we do got to bring up this man, Cam Newton. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go, before we, we go, right? Cam I forgot about quick. that. Yeah, we do got to bring up this. And yeah, what's, yeah, yeah, because because yeah, I know I know everybody probably saw it, but Cam Newton had about three dudes yoked up. It was a crazy scene, wasn't it? He had about three Listen. dudes yoked up. They was they was throwing words back and forth at each other and whatnot. Like like yeah, so so I know because you were uh, you're a coach yourself, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. I know this was like a seven on seven tournament. Coaches, they were they were getting into it. Like, what can that what can that be like, right? Like you you may be playing another team. They getting a little too excited after maybe every single play on the other side. Right. They get to talking trash. Like, what can that be like? And how do you think that actually transpired in this Cam Newton situation? Um, I mean, like I think you know I know one of the guys was saying you know he was kind of talking trash a couple of days before, um, mm -hmm. and you know I, I, for me you know it, it kind of it, it definitely kind of ha how it happens. It kind of you know it's kind of a build up. It's never just one day kind of things kind of like progressing, progressing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, obviously you never wanted to get to that far, you never wanted to get right. to that point. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's a really competitive place. Um, but, you know, that's not the first time we've seen like, you know, like kids like disrespecting Cam and, you know, kind of the things he's done. Like, um, you know, as far as, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, he's, he gonna, he gonna say what he says, you know, he's, I mean, he's been, he's one of the most accomplished football players of our generation. So, you know, he has the right to talk as much as he wants to talk. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, I just can't help but to laugh when thinking about this situation, though. It's just like, yo, what was said? Because I know what they all they wanted. To, they wanted to just see the six, six massive human being that Cam Newton is just get mad. It probably just came down to that. They was yeah, like, man, I'm just trying to see if you can't get mad. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? guess they were really Let's trying because. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's let's just go viral because yeah, Cam <laughs> yo, Cam Newton had them boys yoked. Like I I wish there was like more video to it. I wish I wish we got more, <laughs> but, but unfortunately we didn't. And but but I'm glad everybody nobody got hurt. Right. You know, I'm no, glad sure, like, 
I know charges was filed. I'm just glad, you know, it's kind of blowing over and whatnot. But like, obviously, we don't condone that. Right. Like you don't you, you'd obviously want to avoid those situations. But but yeah, that was that was a, that was a crazy situation. I'm glad yeah, I'm glad man. you ain't been fist fights either. I'm glad yeah. nobody tried. I don't think nobody trying you though, huh? CJ? No, no, I, I ain't doing none of that, bro. I'm uh yeah. I'm not I ain't, I ain't fighting nobody, man. Listen, yeah. man, I ain't talking trash to nobody. I'm just out there for the kids having fun, man. That's yeah, all it's about. Of course, of trying, course. To, trying to teach and learn. That's it, man. Oh, that's it. That's it, yo. I'm weak. But that's I'm a weak. wrap. That's a wrap for the night. That's sure. good to go. Yeah. We, another hey, another man. episode of, of the Lucky Underdogs podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Everybody at Good Man Productions, Believe Network, Valley Sports. However you catch your podcast, we out of here. Appreciate you.